friends, and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm, of course, your host, Kayla. Here with me is my co-host, Kali J. Whoop, whoop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A little um, precursor to the movie. <laughs> Uh, and with us today, wow, do we have a friggin' guest. Our guest is, I would say, a jack-of-all-trades. They are a musician. You can find some of their music on Spotify. They have a new project called Star Juice. They are also the star of a movie we've previously covered on the podcast, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, and that would be Sydney Flanagan. Hi. Welcome to the pod. (laughs) Thanks so much for freaking joining us today. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We're so stoked. We freaking loved your movie, first of all, have to say. Holy shit. Yes. (laughs) That thing fucked me up oh so good thank you i also just learned i was gonna ask if i'm allowed to swear on this and i think you just answered my question (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. like i said we're pretty um loosey-goosey on this bad boy so yeah uh yeah just a couple of freaks um freaking around (laughs) it's just how i like it awesome hell yeah hell yeah Uh, I don't want to like, it's, you know, it's, I'm sure it's weird to like be, get praise and everything. I don't know because I don't get praised, but like, <laughs> Sydney, I just really want to uh, c- commend you. Your performance in Never Really Sometimes Always was fucking transcendent. Uh, oh, brought me to tears. Just thank you. Oh. You, did, you were incredible. Oh, man. That's just, oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway. You probably owed some praise. At, like, didn't your movie came out right before lockdown and everything, right? Yeah. We were supposed to have, like, a premiere here in Buffalo where I live, and that got canceled the day before. Oh, so that man. kind of sucked, but, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was supposed to have, like, this whole theatrical release, and then it just got switched to being released, like, on demand. So that was, like, a bit of a bummer in the beginning, but... For sure. Yeah, but it's, like, out of my control, and they were, like bigger things going on so like yeah <laughs> I, I i came to accept it but it was like i was pretty because like i got to go to like sundance in berlin and all this shit and i was like yeah Damn. this is wow. sweet but like i was so excited to have that like hometown premiere with all my homies and like for sure you know, just get all freaking weird with them after and it just like didn't yeah. get to happen so it was just like that was a little disappointing <sighs> but uh, oh man a lot of my friends still watched it and like sent me messages and stuff but did you get you got to watch it in the theater at Sundance and stuff though? Yeah, it was interesting because the first time I watched it was like in a little private viewing room uh, uh-huh. with like my co-star Talia, and uh-huh. so we just watched it by ourselves, which was nice because we got to get all our like giggles out, kind of. Yeah, like oh, I remember sure. that day. It was freaking like <laughs> that, and whatever. But like when I watched it the first time at Sundance with an audience, I was so scared. I was like, Oh, I bet. <laughs> I was so nervous because like I had no intentions of being an actor, and I just kind of like stumbled upon this role, and like just kind of came into my life in this weird twist of fate. And yeah, then I was just like, Oh, now I'm about to watch it with like a bunch of like film people. You know, like it was just it was weird, but it was really awesome. And I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's got to just be so wild. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Just like how suddenly. Yeah. 
there's still times because like my life is still very fucking normal like i like i yeah. came back and i like like i was taking off my job as a janitor to go to these festivals like my co-workers <laughs> were just like shit. my co-workers are like you're doing what i was just like you know it's this thing called sundance they're like what the fuck is like they don't know what's like i was just like i'm like i don't know man and they're all like oh you're gonna forget about us when you're all rich and i'm like dude i'm still working here with you like what are you talking about <laughs> So, yeah, it's a really weird, like, I feel like Hannah Montana or some shit, like... Oh, for sure, yeah. You got the best of both worlds, you know? Because it's not like nobody in Buffalo, like, knows who I... Like, it's not like I walk to the corner store to buy beer and they're just like, oh, it's Sydney, like, you know, it's... Which I guess is nice, you know, because it's like... Yeah. I'm just still... You still get to, like, be normal, but... Have you been recognized? Like... By a stranger? No, there's been, like... I remember when I was going to protests, like, over the summer. Uh I would run into people that would be like, Oh, you're Sydney, right? Like, I saw your movie. And I think it's because, like, there's a close, like, tight-knit circle between, like, the music scene and the activist scene. So I feel like it's more so that they heard about it from a friend that knew me. So I've gotten that Mm. a couple times, but... Not like a complete stranger at the grocery store or something. There's probably also, like, a good amount of crossover between people who would you know, be at a protest for, like, social activism and people who would watch that movie, <laughs> too. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's just got to be such a wild life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. So are you still, like, pursuing acting at all? Like, I know it's you know, everything's weird right now anyway, but, like... <laughs> yeah, I send in a lot of self-tapes and such. Yeah. Um, like, I'm with, like, a talent agency. Like, I... Like, I have an agent and a manager oh, shit. and all that mm. junk. And, like, I do the audition thing. But at the end of the day, uh-huh. like, music is definitely still, like, my number one number priority. One. Like, yeah. like, if my band were to get, like, some dude with, like, a contract and a cigar in my face, I would be like, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing yeah. that now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sell out in a second. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> But there's like there's a lot of music movies too, so maybe there's some crossover there. I mean, you got oh, to yeah. play a song in this movie. I always get like very excited about the auditions that are like music related, which is really yeah. revealing to myself. Like that's your number one passion. Like it always reminds mm-hmm. me. Like this is this is really 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 what you like doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But acting has been an interesting new avenue, I guess, to explore. Probably something you didn't know that you were super good at. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, working on Never Rarely was definitely interesting. All the stuff I auditioned for now is, it feels way more challenging because of the uh, surplus of dialogue there was compared to Never Rarely. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Never Rarely (laughs) was very quiet, and I really liked that about it, but, so now I get these auditions where I'm just, like, giving these, like, paragraphical, (laughs) like, conversations, and I'm just like, this is so different. Yeah. Yeah. When I worked on Never Rarely... Well, we only had two days to rehearse, so I didn't really have time to memorize the shit. Yeah, so when I would get on set, I would get my sides, and I would memorize all my lines, like, before we did the scene. But there wasn't many of them, so it was fine. Sure. Because mostly what she said is, like, no, or I'm fine. Like, (laughs) so. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was just a lot more, like, I feel like emoting, or just, like, presence, I feel like. Yeah. Totally. The, The look in your eyes and the look on your face and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was was any of that like? Did it take any toll on you? 
Because oh. I feel like that role is so with the topic heavy. and like the things that are happening to your character and stuff like yeah. that. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, yeah, I. It was very weird too because when I got offered the role, it was a very surprising, random thing to happen to me. And yeah, the summer before I got offered the role, which was like a few months before, I like just started like really developing a hardcore anxiety disorder and mm-hmm. um. And I had, like, at this point, it was still so new to me. I hadn't gone to therapy yet. I was just, like, totally raw dog in reality. Just, like, (laughs) just like oh, my God, everything's crazy. And I got offered this role. And I remember one of the first things I thought is, like, dude, like, I'm so... I could barely go to the grocery store without having a panic attack. Like, how do I be in a movie? But it was one of those things, too, where I was, like, fuck my anxiety. Like, I'm going to go, like, show it who's boss and, like, go do this movie. Because I was like, I'm not going to let it, like, take away this really cool, what could be a cool opportunity. Absolutely. It was really hard because, like, I, a lot of my anxiety was very, like, stimulated by, like, if I was overstimulated by, like, sensory things. So, like, being Mm -hmm. on a set was, like, the worst thing for that because there was just so much going on. And there's people touching you, like, fixing your makeup, fixing your clothes, like. So many eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was really challenging in that sense, especially because the role was also so heavy. But I feel like in a weird way to, like, my anxiety at the time almost contributed to the role. Like, because it was like, I was, this person was supposed to be so on edge all the time. And I actually was. So it was like, I think that may have translated over to screen. So, but you know, if anything, like I harnessed my anxiety in my favor. That's how I look at it. That's awesome. And that's, you know, that's what you got to do. Figure out how to make your mental shit work for you. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. We could could honestly do the rest of the podcast about how we're all doing that right now. (laughs) Yeah. Just like... Should we get into the movie? Yeah. Here, I want. Here's a segue. Okay. So we heard that uh, you met the director of Never Rarely when her partner was shooting Buffalo Juggalos in Buffalo. Is this true? Yes. I was actually thinking about bringing that up, which is why when I when you gave me the list of movies, I was like, oh, I definitely (laughs) want to do that one. When I was like 14, so I I grew up in like a punk rock family, so I was already very like into the whole punk rock like subculture and because of that when I was like 14 and I grew up in South Buffalo where there weren't many people like me around and I was dating right. was dating this guy at the time who was like squatting at a juggalo house that was in the neighborhood Baller. and so Is that the one that's in the movie that's in Buffalo Juggalos? Yeah. Um, yeah. have you watched Buffalo Juggalos? It. It's wild. I watched it. <laughs> um but I remember like going over there and like, I would just kind of, like, hang around these juggalos. I was never a juggalo myself. Was yeah. More of what You're someone... a juggalo adjacent. <laughs> yeah. What someone might refer to as a sideshow. <laughs> People that what? aren't. Yeah, a sideshow. People who aren't juggalos, but they fuck with juggalos. Like... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I never knew there was a word for it. Yeah. That yeah. rocks. That's a great term, too. Right? Yeah. And so, like, that is what I felt like, because I was like, I'm not necessarily, like, I'm into my own weird subculture. So I feel like, yeah. yeah. and I used to, I also have this friend who is a, like, punk and a juggalo, and people mm-hmm. call him Fag. his name is Fago Mike. Incredible. Yeah, and, like, people just <laughs> casually call him Fago. Like, it, I don't even think about the fact that it's, like, a soda pop. Like, I just, 
Yeah. I just know, like, oh, that's my friend Fago. Like, that's like part of being in like subcultures too. Like, I don't know if this is still as much of a thing, but like when I was coming up in the punk scene, like everybody, like nobody went by their real legal name. Like, oh no, there's everybody still had plenty a crazy of name. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I recently met somebody who calls himself Breadcrumb. That's Hell yeah. the most God, interesting. Damn. There's just like all these. You know, like, of all these people that just got, like, interesting nicknames. That's um, awesome. I love yeah. to hear that. <laughs> it's come up a few times on the pod. Like, when I was coming up, like, everybody called me grandma. There was no, like, I bet half <laughs> the people I knew, like, didn't even know my first name. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, and I still. Was, yeah. I knew he's grandma for, like, the first year I knew you. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, like, literally just everybody called me grandma. So. Yeah. That's great. But we had, like, a lot of friends with, uh, yeah, crazy nicknames. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm at this Juggalo house a lot, and Scott Cummings, yeah. the guy who made Buffalo Juggalos, who's also, like, Eliza Hitman's partner, uh, yeah. he, he would be at the house a lot, and I very vaguely remember meeting him a couple times. But mm-hmm. there was this day where there was a wedding at this house because two people that lived in the house were getting married, and they had oh, a yeah. wedding in their backyard, and it was this huge Juggalo wedding, and I had the face paint, and at the time, I also had, like, my whole head oh. shaved. <laughs> And I like I love this story so much. <laughs> there was a fago shower. Sure. There was like after oh. yeah after they like did their vows and exchanged rings or they didn't get rings they got tattoos of rings later. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And um, freaking like the reception was basically everybody getting a two liter of fago and standing in this huge circle and just shaking it up and letting it go. And it was just oh, like yeah. I was just like so what am pure. I doing? But like, I was just like I guess I'm doing this. Like it's a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and um i guess eliza was there like visiting scott and that's like yeah they added me on facebook and from there they just kind of kept tabs on me like they just kind of like i would come up in their news feed and they just kind of watched me grow up through my freaking awkward adolescence like they're all my like all my for videos. like six years yeah like all my videos me playing guitar or writing like really long posts about all my feelings and yeah yeah being a teenager on social media yeah yeah, yeah. but like there's been interviews where eliza said like i felt like i was watching this like coming of age story via her social media and it was just like because she did meet me at like a weird time in my life i was go, i was in like a fair okay 14 yeah. is a weird time in everybody's life oh yeah, yeah. i well, i can assure you <laughs> yeah um but definitely she like just and then just kind of like contacted me out of the blue when i was 20 and i was like what <laughs> you want me yeah. to do what <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is like the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> I know. I actually have, I think I have Juggalos to thank for my acting career. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's great. that uh, The guy who got married that day is the manager at a Hot Topic and I run into him sometimes. And like, oh, if sick. I see him again, I'm just gonna have to be like, thanks for my acting career. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you have to say something. (laughs) Great. So this is a great segue into the movie that was picked for this week, which is the 2019 film Family. And if you want to find it, search Family 2019. Wait, wait. I have this issue. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. What? Pause. Yes. Uh. 
Wikipedia is telling me it's a 2018 comedy film. The theatrical release was in 2019. 2018 oh. would be the um, like South by and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Sorry so either one, pedant. really. Colin, since you want to chime in, tell us who the cast is. Okay, this <laughs> cast is full of everyone. Great. Number one, we have Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. The yes. main girl for the first season or two. All the seasons. She's the main girl. <laughs> I thought, okay, so sorry, I didn't ever finish the show. I thought she became more of like a side character in later seasons. Sorry. Uh, maybe a little bit. In a way, she'll say she's the main hey, girl. Hey, <laughs> remember this one? Excuse me. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, in the other role, we have Kate McKinnon from yeah. SNL. Uh, we got Matt Walsh from Veep and a thousand comedy, every comedy movie. He's yeah. in every single one. That's true. Uh, we got Ice P. I see Ice P. Ice. <laughs> we got ICP. ICP. Wait, you guys ever know? You guys ever notice how ICP? When you say ICP, it sounds like icy P. Sure. Or it also sounds like like ICP, like. ICP, do you which remember, is also tight. Do you remember when yeah. kids in elementary school would be like, spell I-cup? Like, that's exactly, yeah. I-C-U-P. <laughs> that's a classic. Yes. <laughs> Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. We got Natasha Leone in a little cameo uh, from Orange is the New Black, Russian Doll. Uh, we got Allison Tolman. She plays the sister in Law uh, in the movie. And she's from Good Girls. What's yes. Good Girls? You know what Good Girls is. It's got the girl who plays Donna from Parks and Rec, and it's oh, got the it's redhead like girl from Mad- Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We got Brian Tyree Henry. He's the karate teacher in the movie. He's from the new Joker movie, the new Child's Play. He's great. I love him. He rocks. Yeah, he's awesome. And then we have Eric Edelstein, another one of those, hey, he's an everything kind of guys. Plays a brother in this, and he is famously from Green Room, where my boy gets his belly sliced. Ew. Ew, yucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, critic scores on this movie. We have 73 on Rotten Tomatoes, 60 on Metacritic. Ooh, And then Google users coming in with the hot 82. All right, all right. Google users rocks. (laughs) Google users is always the wild card. It is. The critics can go either way, but the Google users will either love it or hate it. And we love that for them. (laughs) The Google users one was really funny for Never Rarely because all the critics loved it. So it was like 99 from Rotten Tomatoes, 98 Metacritic. Google user was like 49 or something. (laughs) And it was because a bunch of Christians hated it. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. That is exactly what I want to hear. I actually never knew that. I saw all the like like critics like ones. I didn't see any yeah. of that. That is amazing. Yeah. I saw I actually only ever saw one bad review about that movie. And it was on some like really random website. It was just person being like, these Satanist people. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, this is awesome. I'm so glad. <laughs> it's like, oh. I wanted it to really like be something that, you know, validated, like, people have been through the experience. But, like, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. I definitely wanted to rattle some conservative Christian yeah. people. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, you want to piss people off. Yeah. It it's punk rock. And for the record, <laughs> it it did validate people who have had those experiences. I don't know if you listened to our episode on it, but we had a guest on that famously has had an abortion. Like, she wrote a whole TV show about her abortion. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's also a poet, and she's done lots of poems about her abortion and stuff like that. And she writes about, like, 
sexual assault and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we popped off on the app uh, in a in the best way. So uh, it ruled. <laughs> yeah, it ruled. Um, back to this movie. <laughs> Should we let's watch the trailer and then we'll yeah. get into it. Cool. All right. This is me. I'm a senior level VP at a hedge fund in New Jersey. So how exactly did I wind up here? Because I was trying to do something nice for once. I think it's so impressive how quickly you rose to SVP. How did you do it? By working my ass off nonstop. You're not here to make friends and do not get pregnant. Oh. Hey, girl. Your brother called. They need you to go to his house later. We need you to watch Maddie. I'm sorry, who? Your niece. I'd like you to fill out an order form for her to be in the proper attire. You know, I just really don't want to. I know, middle school is really the worst. But then everything got better and you're fine now? No, I'm usually in this place where I hate myself, but I still think that I'm better than everybody else, you know? If you're staying long, some of the moms get together to do a Wednesday night potluck. Okay. Is everything okay? No. I'm watching my niece for the week. She's strange. I think she prefers being alone and making weapons of nature. Actually, we're going to need you to stay just a little bit longer. Time to put your mommy hat on. We had an incident earlier with bullying. I hope you're not encouraging her to fight back. You just got to fight back. Of course not. And you got her a dress for the dance tomorrow? want to wear a dress! We couldn't let her in. She wasn't wearing formal attire. She was wearing a suit and she was wearing a cape. I don't know what could be more formal than that. Yes. Come and meet Maddie out of the bounce house. Let's go. You're ruining the party for all of these grown women. Okay, let's go have a seat. Sit down, shall we? Yeah. All right. You're checked out. I am not checked out. I'm having a really tough week. I've got a kid trying to be a juggalo. You don't belong around children. You belong in an airport wine bar. I just want to help. I don't want your money, Kate. I want a sister. Sometimes I get upset because everyone else is so normal. Maddie. Nobody is normal. You gonna be okay? Yeah, why are you being so weird? I'm not being so weird. Stop being such a little bitch. Have a good day. I'm so like, I'm just having such a good time that I almost freaking cried at the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie. Spoiler. Yes. I definitely got choked up a few times. I know. It's so sweet. And that whole, what did she just say? Nobody is normal. Oh, my God. I love that. Everyone's freaks at their core. (laughs) That's what we're all about. When we say at the top, this is a podcast for normal people, what we mean is absolutely not normal people. (laughs) Freakies. (laughs) That's why it's funny. (laughs) So let's see. I suggested the flick for this week. And, well, Sydney picked it off of my list, but I came up with it. I saw this in theaters when it was in theaters a little over a year ago, and mm-hmm. I have just been waiting for the perfect guest to cover it with, so I'm really excited. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I remember talking to you about this movie. Yeah, because, because what happened to me was this was my viewing experience. I saw it in the theater. There were It was me and the person I was dating at the time, and then these two, like, 90-year-old people, <laughs> this, like, Normal old, people. old couple, <laughs> and they, like, the whole theater was empty. For whatever reason, they sat down right next to us, 
Um, and then when the movie was over and like credits rolled, this like old woman leans over to me and she goes, excuse me. And I was like, uh, yeah. And she's like, are those people real? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, that sheltered of a life. Oh my gosh. She's like, do they actually exist? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, why? Why did they do that? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, juggalos do take like a little bit to process. The first time, yeah. the very yeah. first time, it just takes a little bit because you're kind of like, it's everyone. Like it's, literally every walk of life Mm -hmm. it varies in age it varies in like what they're doing and you're just it's overload it's like stimulus overload should Uh, we define like what a juggalo is just in case there happens to be a uh an actual normal listener i guess (laughs) yeah what is a juggalo well you have to start with insane clown posse yeah the horrorcore rap group yeah. from Detroit, Michigan who wears like clown face paint and sing about in, in violent lyrics? Yeah. Is that Doing drugs and violence. Yeah. But it's not are really they... about the drugs or violence. What? Are they are they drugs? Yeah. I didn't know that. That well at least definitely like weed. Yeah. For sure. Sydney, what do you think? Chime in here. <laughs> um yeah. Does ICP talk <laughs> I... drugs? I mean, I know the jugglos I hung out with certainly did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I figured, but like the defining know, like, characteristic of all the jugglos I have ever known is that all they do is smoke weed literally all day long. Yes, weed is definitely like a, they're just like really eccentric stoners at the end of the day. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> but I think, like, when it comes to jugglers, I think what's really defining is that they have such a strong culture and, like, just like their whole like family thing, you know? Kind yeah. Of, like, yeah. That's like the whole deal is that like they're like all one. Like they're so close to being a cult, but like, like <laughs> yeah. Like, but there's no real like belief like system or anything yeah. like that. It's more just like everyone's included, nobody's excluded. Everybody can be part of the family if they want yeah. to be. Right. Kinda. I think like it wasn't that hard for me to digest juggalos when I just just stumbled upon them because sure, I was sure, sure. already raised in punk culture, which isn't as strange, but it was right. strange enough. You know, like there's a lot of crossover. Right. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, at least in, like, mental attitude, like, of just, like, fully being yourself, like, no matter what that looks like. Like, that's absolutely punk, for sure. I feel like all those cultures, those subcultures at the end of the day are just, like, get weird and be cool about it. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. Just, like, 100% living your truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And that's Uh, what I'm all about. What? (laughs) There is a great. I, I want to recommend this to the to the listener. There's a great like Vice documentary, maybe. It's called American Juggalo. I haven't watched it in a while, but hmm. I remember watching that in like high school, and that was what like totally. It just like humanizes the Juggalo stereotype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they like interview several different Juggalos, and it's just like that's what I mean. Like all walks of life, they were, they were like yeah pa- parents and like straight edge folks and. Like suit guys who were like, yeah, I like knives thrown at me, like just total fucking freaks. But like, they rule because like, like Kayla said, like they're just living their truth. Yeah. yeah. For me, in my formative years, when there wasn't other like goths around, 
<laughs> like the juggalos were always there. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> that was the oh, next. <laughs> they're the circus gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's juggalos. Yeah. So this movie, everybody in this movie was so good, in my opinion. What do y'all think? Thumbs up. I loved it. Yeah. 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 Every character was. They, did we name the girl Maddie? Yeah, Bryn Van Lee. Okay, Bryn Vale. Bryn Vale. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Just yeah. like the, I hang out with fucking teens all day at work. I work at a, Sydney, I work at a youth shelter. And I love them and they're, they're great kids and they're resilient as fuck. But they are little shits. And they're really <laughs> annoying. And like, they're very mean to each other. And like... That movie capture this movie captures the teen so well, or just like she's eleven, but like middle school. Yeah, she yeah. says like she's in middle school, and it's just everyone is fucking out for themselves, and mm-hmm. there are fucking weirdos, like they're total dweebs and dorks, and they're very nice in their own way. Almost all of them have that can fall into this, like, a lot of what Bryn portrays in this movie, which is a lot of just, like, apathy at normalcy and and what is presented to them or told they're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. But this just true vigor and passion about, like, the weirdest or dumbest stuff that you just (laughs) have to, like, encourage because it's the only shit that makes them happy. Yeah, I hard relate. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in, like, seventh grade or whatever, yeah, total freak, did not, uh, I was absolutely (laughs) like this little kid, but my weird thing was just being really into, uh, like, Hanson. (laughs) Shut up. But, like, extremely into them, and, like, way after it was cool. (laughs) I always forget you were a Hanson head. I had like a year or two as a Hanson head. Sydney, do you know Ma- who Hanson is? I know, I don't. Do you know the song? You probably weren't even born. Bop, doop, dap, dap, bop, shibidap, bop, bop, doop, dap, dap, boo. I'm pretty sure that song uh, came out before you were born, which is horrifying to me. Oh. They were like a really popular boy band in, yeah, the late 90s. But they and, were brothers. Yeah. They were three brothers. <laughs> and they, yes. and I tell you what, I do not mean to be stereotyping, but what? a lot of queer people love Hanson. You think and so? It's, hmm. it's, yes. And it's because every one of them is just like, uh, one of my first crushes were the brothers from Hanson. Yeah. Because they all looked like girls, but they were yep. boys, which is the first like gender fuckery that we had exactly. at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> They rocked. Yeah, okay. That tracks. I can see that. I mean, I, yeah. I obviously have a biased point of view because I am queer and did love Hanson. And also <laughs> everyone I knew who loved Hanson is also queer. But <laughs> I don't know. Checking boxes. It's hard to say. I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Um, how did we get to where we're... We should, I have we no should, fucking... We're 36 <laughs> minutes in. We need to talk about this fucking plot. <laughs> Okay, this movie opens at a gathering of the Juggalos and does one of those, this is me, I bet you're wondering how I got here type (laughs) things. Yeah. (laughs) Which was kind of corny, but I was here for it. This whole movie's like a little bit corny, but also 
kind of real at the same time. And I'm kind of here for the vibe. Yeah. So they rewind to literally one week earlier. We meet Kate, who is Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. She's like an office job boss lady. I don't think it's ever specified like what her job actually is. Senior vice president. Of? Uh, sales. Oh, a hedge fund. (laughs) A hedge fund, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Cindy popping in with the hot deets. Uh, well, I'll be honest, I don't know what a hedge fund is, so no one, that's why. <laughs> here's a fucking secret. It's not anything. It's bullshit. Oh, yeah. They it's just, complete, utter bullshit. Just, it's just money. It's just exactly. weird money shit. I don't know. Well, that would be why I don't know about it. <laughs> so she's like the office boss lady, but I watch a lot of interviews with her about this movie, and she talks a lot about how... Uh, And I think it's an interesting point that when you see these types of characters portrayed in movies, normally they Mm -hmm. start off like they are fierce, you know, uh, girl boss, you know, wearing a suit, crisp and clean, like on top of everything. And then like something happens to them, like whatever, they get a divorce and then they tumble downhill from there. Remember when we watched Little? Remember when we watched that? That's that. Yeah. Yeah, it is that. Big boss lady has turns into kid. Yeah, but in this movie, when we see her, even though she is that like office job boss lady, she is like sleeping at the office, like her clothes don't fit right, she's got stains, like her hair's all messed up all the time. Uh, she has no friends, she's rude. <laughs> so she's like <laughs> yeah, kind she of sucks. <laughs> she's starting off like kind of shitty already. Which was kind of neat. I'm reading a book right now called Bullshit Jobs by David Graeber, and it's fucking outstanding. It's all about jobs that shouldn't exist, that, like, wouldn't matter if they disappeared tomorrow, but for some reason... Most (laughs) jobs. Yeah, but for some reason, everyone thinks they're super fucking important. This is a bullshit job. Like, she Mm -hmm. has no real value and is a total dick about everything. Yeah. So we get like, you know, she's just walking around being rude to all her coworkers. She's like slamming on her pregnant coworker. Uh, okay, nobody that was likes really her. funny. It was funny. I mean, this movie is funny. There's it's like really some good. Funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some good gags in here. Let's see. Her brother calls her and uh, needs emergency for her to watch her niece, her brother's daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm doing like a family tree in my head, <laughs> hoping that I didn't get anything wrong. Um, <laughs> you got it right. You got it right. Okay. It just took a lot ones. of concentrating. <laughs> because here's another one. Her sister-in-law's mother is dying. <laughs> <laughs> and so the sister-in-law and the brother have to go away. And they need her emergency 911 to watch their daughter for one night. One uh, night. Because her mom's only dying for one night. It turns out. <laughs> no, they were just moving her into hospice. It later was extrapolated upon. Yeah, but they do say a hundred times, like, my mother is dying. Okay, to, be, <laughs> to be fair, that's what hospice is. They say that in the movie. Yeah, that's true. So she ends up staying the night, but she's very reluctant to stay the night and uh, almost annoyingly so. Incredibly... Uh, self-centered and mm-hmm. we meet the next door neighbor who's played by kate mckinnon and i love kate mckinnon's character <laughs> Hell yeah. yes she is what okay uh, i don't mean to call myself out as like a bad neighbor netty but like i don't really talk to my neighbors i don't think most people do and it is because i think that's what they are 
I think Kate McKinnon is what all of my neighbors are going to be <laughs> if I talk to my neighbors. Is they're going to wave to me as I get out of my car and walk inside. And I don't want that. I just don't want to be acknowledged by my neighbors. Oh, I lie. I said I don't talk to my neighbors, but I do actually talk to most people in my building. But not people in other houses. <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be, that's freaks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's freak shit. <laughs> I love Kate McKinnon. She's also she's like neighborhood watch basically. Ugh, she yes. there's like the running bit of her telling Taylor Schilling's character to like shut the garage. <laughs> oh my god. And she never does. She never shuts the garage. Yeah. No. And she she just like gets in the car and drives off while Kate McKinnon's talking to her all the time, which is really funny. Yeah, just treats her incredibly rudely. Yeah, and I love it. So the first night Taylor Schilling uh, what's her character name? Oh, her character Kate. name's Kate. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to pick up Maddie from ballet, but Maddie's not at ballet. She's doing karate. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that kicks ass. She's whooping ass. I love that they just have her like still in the ballet outfit doing yeah. karate. <laughs> yeah. And she's like that roundhouse rocks. kicking kids. Yeah. She's, she's whooping ass. She like kicks a kid to the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, everyone in there is like so much smaller than her. They're all like really Yeah. <laughs> Which also relatable. <laughs> yeah. I was a giant child also. <laughs> uh, cannot relate. Teeny tiny boy for life. I know. You're um, still teeny tiny. <laughs> no, I'm a normal height for a... Um, <laughs> An adult male. Colin's a baby-sized man. <laughs> no, I'm five eight on a good day. Five it's seven. More... <laughs> Kayla, I can imagine you being in this karate yeah. class as a small child. <laughs> it absolutely would have been me. I did take ballet in third grade, and I also was giant in third grade. <laughs> I weirdly was large always. <laughs> I came out a big baby, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> How tall are you now? Are you six foot? No, I'm probably like five nine or five ten. But Wait, I what have... the hell? You're my height? No, I'm taller than you. By I got a couple on you. Inch or two. No, I've been fully this size since like fifth grade, though. So um, I was I was the biggest kid in my school actually since third grade. There was no bigger kids than me, even in higher grades. Brag much? <laughs> Where were we? So they kind of um, tackle this a couple times throughout the movie is like how this kid Maddie is kind of battling against the gender norms that are being kind of pushed on her. Yeah. Her mom makes her do ballet because it's for girls and she wants her to make girlfriends. And later she says like karate is a boy's thing or like her mom also keeps saying like, oh, you have to buy her a dress like she needs to have like a beautiful dress to go to the dance and make girlfriends or whatever yeah i watching this movie i was just like i am so glad i had cool parents growing up because i was into a lot of what might be labeled as boy things growing up yeah so like i like my parents let me be spider-man for halloween like two years in a row because (laughs) and like whatever i was into they were just like yeah that's cool so like I watching this movie, I was just like, damn, I'm so glad I didn't have parents like that. Like, yeah, so you yeah. had pretty good parents. <laughs> Sounds like. That rocks. Yeah, it <laughs> breaks my heart when I do see like that stuff happening. Because I do see it. Like One of my coworkers, who is 25, lives with his dad. And I, it breaks my heart. I know this guy 
wants to like grow his hair long. He like Ugh. really wants to, but every time it even gets a little long, he's like, my dad harasses me all day. You cut your hair, cut Ugh. your hair, cut your hair. And so I can't even grow out my hair, even though I really want to. And I hate it. Wow. Short. Whenever, he, whenever he comes in with a haircut, he's like depressed. And Aww. it's like, just, <laughs> it's sad to see. It's Man. so sad to me. It was very weird for me growing up. I was like scared of other people's parents growing up. Cause mm-hmm. like, well, even like now, I feel awkward around parents in general. Yeah. When I meet my friends' parents, because like I had really young parents. They had me when they were like 21. So, and okay. they were punk rockers. Mine too. So, I had a very yeah. abnormal, I didn't have like the nuclear family or like they were very mm-hmm. counterculture type. And like, mm-hmm. so I got to do a lot of weird stuff growing up. And so, when Hell I meet yeah. other people's parents, they're like much, they're like my grandparents' age. And mm. <laughs> they're just so different, so I never know how to act. So I just get really shy. Yeah, so like, you yeah, don't know how to be like actual normal. I feel the same yeah. way. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to do it. It's just strange. <laughs> <laughs> I think the trick is just um, being yourself and yeah. being confident in whatever self that is, and then people kind of just like start accepting whatever's going on because yeah. you're accepting it. You know what I mean? Right. That's my trick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I look like an idiot. I have a shaved head and purple hair and like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just a huge clown dummy. But, uh, you know, somehow I get places. Right. <laughs> totally. If you just walk around like you sort of know what you're doing, no one will bother you. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the best advice in life, honestly. Yeah. Tell, fake it till you make exactly. it. Exactly. Tell myself that every day. Yep. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> That's not a lie. It's not a lie for me either. <laughs> I've also gotten into a lot of shows for free that way, but <laughs> that's another story. Ooh, secrets. <laughs> if you act like you belong places, people believe you. All right? It's time tested and proven. That's, that's true. That's uh, my dad used to tell me, like, he's gotten me, like, backstage at shows before. He's like, just act yeah. like you're supposed yeah. to be here. Even though I was, like, a little kid. And he would, like, bring me to a show and be like, don't worry, we're going to meet them. And, like, it didn't work most of the time, but there were a couple times. I was like, Uh, damn, Dad, all right. (laughs) Back when I used to uh, drink, I was at Fest in Gainesville in, like, 2016. And I just walked into the green room of the sidekicks and sat down. (laughs) And, like, no one... They didn't acknowledge me for a good, like, seven minutes. And... (laughs) Until yeah. one time someone was like, uh, hey, uh, what's up, man? And I was like, huh? And they are like, duh, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, Colin. And they're like, uh, hey, man, do you have a, a pass? And I was like, no. no. And they're like, oh, well, you gotta leave. She's <laughs> like, oh, cool. I made seven minutes in the green room and seven minutes in heaven, beer. baby. And it was seven <laughs> minutes in heaven. When I went to Riot Fest, I got through all the like artist only tunnels and the artist only bars and stuff like that by flashing my Justin Bieber wristwatch. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Wow. That's great. I feel like if you just wore like a headset and like carried a clipboard around Holy shit. and just looked important. No, you know, like that's... if you look like a punk or whatever, like you look like us little freaks, then uh, yeah. and you just walk in somewhere with confidence, most people will not question yeah. you. No. Usually people assume I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah, it kicks ass. Um, how did we get here again? The begin- we're at the beginning Boys, of the movie. We're off the rails again today. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is the first night with Maddie and 
Kate. And mm-hmm. uh, this is a thing I love when Maddie starts going on about how she has to have her snacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tight as hell. She's like, I gotta have my snacks for school. I need my snacks yeah. for after school, for watching TV. I'm just like... Yes, I hear you. <laughs> I snacked very hard as a teen. I get it. Yeah. I was still always snack eaten. very hard now. Just, oh, yeah. for sure. Just last night, it was like 2 a.m. and my partner was over and I was like, dude, I know it's like, I'm just so comfortable in bed right now, but I'm just gonna, I just rode my bike to the store and I was like, I need snacks right now. I came home with like <laughs> just just snack them. time. Bag full of snacks. Yeah, Yo, what'd you snack on? Uh, let's see, I had some flips. Chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, Hell sick. Yeah. Some Wait, the chocolate ones or the white ones? The chocolate ones. Okay. And cool. I had some Pringles. I don't know, a bunch of... It was a bunch of stuff. Damn, Hell yeah. you wild out. <laughs> I was just like... Love to hear just it. needed them. <laughs> YOLO, baby. Hell yeah. Where are we? <laughs> oh my gosh, literally cannot pay attention to this movie. Um... <laughs> So they get to the gas station, and this is where Maddie meets Dennis, a.k.a. Baby Joker. And I love this kid, too. <laughs> he rocks. Yeah. He's so cool. And, like, so the way pure. he delivers his lines is, like, nobody else could do it. I don't know. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Just, like, the way he talks. Everyone has met someone like him. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> he's Totally. Yeah. And he was great. And he's just so, like chill and positive Yo, and he's man, like just, i'm baby joker baby <laughs> just like this skinny skinny white kid <laughs> he goes i like a girl who snacks hard <laughs> he said that he wrote to the gummy company to start to, to restart production on a purple bag of gummies yeah like, yeah so great. <laughs> oh and he has that fucking like long rat tail Oh, I love the rat tail touch. <laughs> that whole moment reminded me of watching like Napoleon Dynamite when he's like, "Like, are you drinking two percent because you think you're fat? Because yeah, you can drink whole milk yeah. if you want to." Like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, they're the same friend on a different dimension. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that kid rocks. Then the brother calls. And says, actually, we need you to, like, watch Maddie until the end of the week, not just the one day. And he Mm -hmm. starts scream crying and also is, like, fucking with a slinky at the same time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was incredible touch. Apparently, they found that slinky in the yard of the house they were shooting at. And were like, yo, grab that slinky. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great touch. I I was giggling. It was perfect. So, first morning, uh, Kate takes Maddie to the wrong school and is just like, okay, can you get out and walk? (laughs) We've all been there, folks. (laughs) Also, kids in movies never ride the bus. Is that, like, do most kids get dropped off at school? That was not my lived experience. No, kids still take the bus. I took the bus, and in high school, I took public transportation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, In Buffalo? Yeah, they give you, like... Students get, once you're in high school, you get a bus pass that has, like, a specific, it only has your route home on it, so, like, you can't mm-hmm. get on a wow. different bus. Wow, um, that... So, when you get out of school, you take, you have your bus card, and you just flash it to the driver. Man, yeah. Indianapolis sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Colin both grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, <laughs> which gotcha. famously has, like, uh, a 
close to zero public transit. It was Damn. once Bad. labeled the worst national transit. Yeah. Or worst, oh, wow. Uh, uh, city transit, yeah. They've recently installed, like, a bus system, but it's good it now. was yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, I actually always complain about the bus system here, so really? I probably don't yeah. have it as bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Indianapolis is a different story. I've never been to Buffalo proper. I went to Fredonia. I've you know never where that been is? to Fredonia, but I know a lot of people who went there. I have never been there, though. I played a house show there. <laughs> I've always wanted to play a show there. I hear it's yeah. a good place for shows. It's like I think it's like a couple hours away. So like, really? I've never actually yeah from like actual Buffalo like I mm-hmm. so never mm-hmm. been there. It's the closest I've been. <laughs> We tried to get a show in Buffalo, but it didn't work. Did out. you? Oh, see, yeah. you should have hit me up. I used to run a punk house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's been a few years. So it was maybe like five years ago, four or five years ago. I don't remember, but something like that. Well, if this if this pandemic stuff ever clears up, <laughs> if you need a Buffalo date, I know all the punk houses and venues. You just let me know. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll play a gig together one day. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> All right, future plans, check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, in the movie, let's see. Um, so Maddie invites Baby Joker over to the house. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and so Kate shows up. They both have Juggalo paint on, and they're, like, practicing, uh, like, spitting loogies and sucking it back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so disturbing, but... So it was pure, perfect. though. Yeah. yeah. No, that was also like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched this with, with my partner, Lindsay, and she famously hates spit. And mm-hmm. so this movie was pretty rough for her. Aww. A lot of disgusting <laughs> spitting and body fluid. Like, yeah. just gross liquids, folks. Yeah. <laughs> So this kid explains to Kate what a juggalo is, and I, I wrote down exactly what he said because I thought it was uh, funny and cool. But he's like, jug- he's like, juggalos are a family, a family of freaks. And he's yeah. like, he's like, real juggalos help people, and he's like, there's a juggalo code: better respect or suck a dick. Incredible! Incredible! I love that. I was like, I've never heard that code from when I was hanging no. out with juggalos, but it's amazing. I'm oh, sure he's yeah. paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that to like anyone now, like just like better respect or suck a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what, that's how I'm gonna introduce myself from now on. Yeah, be right back. Getting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just loved him throughout this whole movie. TVH, oh. he was awesome. <laughs> So they go out to dinner and Maddie is talking about like kind of all the stuff that's going on with her at school and how she's being bullied. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, by the way, they're at the restaurant where they get chicken parm every day, which rocks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a point for, yeah, keep that in mind. Chicken <laughs> parm every chicken fucking parm. day. <laughs> uh, she talks about the shit list, which is a list uh, that... The popular girls made of girls who look and smell like shit. Oh my god! Which you gotta love. <laughs> the list has actual like poop emojis on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the rank. It's like yeah. the top girl has like six poop emojis. And they said the top girl like has cerebral palsy. And I was like, that's so, so fucked up. That so is mean. true. Kids are mean. Kids are mean, and then and then her name is listed on the list as Maddie Beef yeah. because <laughs> one time she farted, and then a kid said that she beefed. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> she did. <laughs> I love the term. I'm obsessed with the term beefed for farting. <laughs> I've, I've never heard it until now. No, me neither. <laughs> it's so infrequent. I feel like I've heard it once maybe, but I'm like, that's what I'm calling it now. I just, it made me think of that vine with that girl. It's just like, I smell like beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're truly never going to get through this movie, and yeah, no. I'm loving it. <laughs> so um, Taylor Schilling is uh, empathizing with Maddie and says we're going to do a makeover, baby. Yeah. So they have a whole make- makeover montage time. And the montage was cute. There's really not much to say about it. <laughs> um, next scene is Maddie karate chopping the popular girls at school. Oh, oh yeah. She roundhouse kicks them. Oh yeah, she roundhouse kicked Standing, <laughs> and it's just like that's all that happens is like her walking up roundhouse kick. Okay, cut. Next scene, like <laughs> yeah, it rocked, and it was perfect. That was all we needed. <laughs> Beautiful. Back at the office, Kate was training the new girl, and it's clear that this new girl is like basically going to come up and take Kate's job. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like she's a threat. Women against women. Uh, hate to see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So they have to go to a lunch meeting, and Kate gets super drunk, and then has to go to school to pick Maddie up <laughs> after she roundhouse kicked the we girl. We have all been there. <laughs> she's puking everywhere. Oh yeah. man, she's a a dang mess. Cannot imagine having to be drunk and walking into a school as an adult, as a teen. <laughs> I get it, but like. <laughs> I too it's too scary as an adult. Yeah. Walking into a school in general would probably be yeah. pretty scary. Yeah. I've had to do it for for social work stuff and I hate it every time. You have to yeah. sign in. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> have you had to go back to your school? No, I would never go back. I would rather <laughs> have my little hiney blown off with a gun. Oh my god. <laughs> what? That's yeah. true. <laughs> then go back to St. Pius the Tenth in Indianapolis, Indiana. No, thank you. Oh my gosh! Now you're gonna get doxed. <laughs> That's you. Hey, you can't dox me. Wait. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how do they end up back at the gas station? I don't know. Maddie ends up at the gas station again, and oh, the because jug- <laughs> they were like the next day. She's all like, "Oh, well, I guess you're supposed to be in trouble." But I'll compromise. You can. Oh, right, right, right. Because yeah. she got suspended or whatever. Yeah. Wait, we also. Wait, we skipped the scene where Sensei Pete drives them to the Italian restaurant and she eats oh, another yeah. chicken parm. That's great. Oh, yeah. I love when Sensei Pete's like, I'm actually like really impressed that she did that roundhouse kick. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm sure, that probably, I'm sure that probably happens to like parents a lot. It's like, actually, what you did was pretty badass, but like, I guess I have to punish you. <laughs> my uh, my parents actually, when I was in elementary school, I don't remember this, but they told me that there was a kid on the bus who was always like teasing me, and apparently, like, my dad would like when I was really little, he would like come to my room and he would like have me punch him in the face to like train me. <laughs> For self-defense or something? I don't know. But so one day I'm on the bus and this kid is like teasing me. And so I just punched him in the face and I broke his nose. I was in like third grade. And I got called to the office and stuff. And like my parents had to come. And when we left, they were just like, 
they were like, you did the right thing. Oh, it's just... <laughs> you did! They, apparently, yeah. the parents of the other kid made the kid apologize to me. I was like, oh, sick. wow, great. Best case scenario. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, so you seriously yeah. related to this part of the movie then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That rocks. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> So they're back at the gas station and the juggalos are arguing over whether or not this cat they found in the dumpster could be a juggalo. <laughs> it's got like one eye. What did they name it? Oh, they gave it a oh, weird... What... Uh, I forget what they named what, it. But it's so goofy. <laughs> He goes, we can't, he can't be a juggalo. We can't paint his face. He's only got one eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Oh, wait, I love how the one kid is just like playing the recorder. Like, yeah. <laughs> all walks of life. All of them, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, so that was sick. Loved the cat combo. And let's see, soon after this, they have to go shopping for the dance outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Maddie ends up picking out a beautiful velvet pantsuit. Looks great. Throws a fit in the store. Yeah, she throws a fit in the store. Yeah, after she sees the other girl throw a fit in the store. Which yeah. is kind of a random outburst. But she's maybe like feeling this another scene where she's like uh, kind of talking about gender norms. Or like maybe totally. she's a little a little baby non-binary kid. Because uh, she's like, I don't like girls clothes. Sometimes I don't feel like a girl at all. Sometimes I feel like a wolf. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I loved that. That was a beautiful yeah. line. Yeah. It, this, Like you said earlier, this movie is cheesy, but it's like, it's good cheesy. Yeah. Like, it's very it sweet is. and earnest. Yeah, it is. And like, even though it's kind of cheesy, like there's real stuff underneath it, which isn't always true with cheesy movies. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Let's see. Kate goes back to the office and the girl that she was training has now gotten the capital C client <laughs> that they yeah. were trying to oh, get. Oh, no, the client. <laughs> she got the big client. <laughs> and uh, she's learning She's learning her lesson and, try- and uh, starting to have empathy for people with kids and families because now she has a kid who has issues and the mm-hmm. tables have turned on her when she's, you know, previously been mean to people with kids and families. She's growing. Yeah, she's growing. She's evolving. She gets back home and Maddie has taken over the bounce house at Kate McKinnon's house party thing yeah. next door. Uh, Kayla, was that? I feel like that was you. Like they, <laughs> they put you in the movie. I'm telling you, this movie is me. <laughs> but, but you it right now, this age. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, probably <laughs> also true. I do that love to bounce. <laughs> I've always loved to bounce. It's like the yeah. only thing I can do. <laughs> you, you love a trampoline? I love a trampoline. I love a bounce house. Uh, I like going to the trampoline parks. It is famously uh, really fun for me. Hell yeah. Else? Oh, I love to um, jump waves in the wave pool. It's almost That's uh, almost the same as being in a bouncy thing, you know, because you're still totally. just bouncing up and down. <laughs> yeah. You love bouncing. You like bobbing. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> you love that little uh the thing you put babies in where they just bounce? Yeah. I don't know. I don't doorway? think I ever got one of those. Okay. Well if it- you win it now. <laughs> no. <laughs> that seems a little more scary to me. 
okay. Apparently you don't love bouncing. <laughs> I do love bouncing in a controlled, like, I'm only going a couple feet off the ground in the other scenarios. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, love to bounce. <laughs> Why are we here? Um, so <laughs> there's like the whole thing with them trying to get Maddie out of the bounce house. And then famously they turn around and the kid is hanging off of the open garage door. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which she's been complaining about, like, the whole movie. Right. Why was that? What kid would even do that? Like, why, why did yeah. that yeah. happen? And but uh, while one kid's funny. hanging, the other kid has a chainsaw in his hands. <laughs> Wait, there's did he? Kid. Yeah, I didn't there's notice kid that. Right next to him holding a chainsaw. <laughs> that is incredible. That was great comedy right there. I wonder if Kate McKinnon had any hand in, like, helping write that. Because uh-huh. it was so funny. Yeah, and then Kate McKinnon gets the door shut on her. <laughs> yeah. When she yeah. goes to try and save the kid or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, the door, uh, not, the garage door gets gets slammed on her. And, yeah. And uh, her, goes That's on her I legs. Said. You said the door got shut on her, which I interpreted as she shut the door in her face. Oh, no, I meant the garage door. Yeah, so... Yeah. Anyway, very funny, um, and that was a great like en- end to that bit or whatever. Totally. But then we get a little heartbreaking scene after this when Kate had promised Maddie that she wouldn't make her go to the dance, but then she does make her go to the dance. Yeah. And she just really doesn't want to, and it was really sad. Like yeah. she was starting, she was starting to trust Kate or whatever. And then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, well, you found one person to trust and they're actually going to be a piece of shit, too. So sad. Yeah. Right. It's like also because she's like trying to make it to that client meeting or whatever. So like, yeah. I feel like in that moment she's like prioritizing that over Maddie, you know. Yeah. She doesn't know what to do. She's like overwhelmed with not not being used to like having a kid to deal with or whatever. Totally. Too. Totally. But it was sad. <laughs> Sad oh yeah. yeah, super sad. Just, she goes back to pick her up, and they, they first of all won't let her into the dance, which seems weird. If like your kids there, why won't they let the parents in? Yeah, that seems weird. It was pretty strange. But they also wouldn't let the kid in for not having <laughs> formal attire or whatever. <laughs> she's like, she's wearing a suit and a cape. I don't know how more formal that can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know what? She's right. Like, you really couldn't get more formal than that. Right. Oh, there's, like, the two kids, like, freaking heavy petting behind the, like, teachers. And she's like, he's touching her. She's touching his dick over there. They're just like, Uh, ugh. Unfortunately also true. Yeah. Very gross. PTSD back to my, like, eighth grade dances or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Friggin like literally every person got taken out of the dance for like booty grinding at some point or another. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgusting, like horny children. Gross. <laughs> 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 then she finds Maddie and Maddie pukes because she has pre-anaphylaxis due to the food allergies that are tomatoes and she's been eating chicken parm every damn day. <laughs> and Kate was given the list of food allergies and was like, uh, fuck this and... <laughs> Just yeah, her to but get they also farm. like in the beginning she's like are these allergies and they're like they're sensitivities i'm like i feel like the parents should have clarified 
they're fucking allergies. <laughs> yeah. Like these will hurt her. Like because totally. she even says she's like, "Will will she die?" Like right. So yeah. like I don't know. Maybe they should have been a little little more upfront about that. For yeah, sure. Totally. I think I think food sensitivities are famously like undermined by like people who don't have them. You know, speaking as a person who has many food sensitivities, <laughs> there are many things I could eat that would make me sick, uh, give me terrible yeah. diarrhea, give me bumps yeah. in my mouth, things like that. They wouldn't kill me. Same. But right. if somebody had a list of them, <laughs> I guess like I never actually like heard the term sensitivities mm-hmm. when it came to food so like i was even like i don't know what they're talking about oh really yeah yeah, yeah. well I... let, let me <laughs> give it a few on my... years <laughs> yeah i didn't have sensitivities till i was freaking 27 this year my age now i can't have dairy i can't have gluten what the fuck <laughs> I'm one of those dorks. Yeah. Uh, I became extremely allergic to onions when I was like 27. Wow. <laughs> Out of the blue. I just uh, started getting like really bad acid reflux and then it got worse and worse. And now like if I even take one chomp of one piece of an onion and don't even swallow it, I'll like have a terrible stomach ache for like three or four days and like the worst acid reflux you've ever had for like three or wow. four days. Wow. I wow. know it's so bad, and that just like developed out of nowhere. Yay! <laughs> Growing up, yeah, get ready. It gets worse. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I don't know, like what? It seems like evolution has like fucked up somewhere. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Is this normal to be like this, or like I don't know? I have no idea. I famously anyway. like grew up with terrible diet, like. My parents famously can't cook, can't slash didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Spent years of my life just having ice cream for dinner every day or stuff like that. So, like, I don't know if it's just like people who grow up with bad diets uh, turn into people who are allergic to everything or what? Uh, I don't, I. I'm weak, baby. Don't mean to boast, but I think I had a fairly good diet as a child. Uh, Lots of. Just me, Lots of. Lots of Cheez-Its and Coca-Cola, but I I can't imagine that contributed. Oh, man, now I want Cheez-Its. Why? It <laughs> sounds hours. so good. Um, all right, back to the movie. We find out that, her, uh, that Kate's dad is in AA, which just seemed kind of like, honestly, like an afterthought. Like, it was so yeah. kind of random and like... We see him one time, and then it's like, he's never in the movie again, never comes up again. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's playing in, he's rocking in the talent show or whatever. Oh, doing the Phil Collins song? Yeah, Yeah. it's like he's in rehab, and they're doing a talent show. But where did that come from? I, she went to go, I don't know, it was... Are they just trying to be like, this is why she's messed up. She has daddy it's, issues. Well, Don't, showing... You know what happens to women's when their dads are bad? <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Everyone's got <laughs> daddy issues because all parents traumatize their kids on some level. Yeah. It's, just, uh, uh, it's all a measure of how much trauma was inflicted upon the child. So mm. I think it's just depicting because, you know, the through line of this movie is, of course, the title. It's family. And so Mm -hmm. it's showing, you know, maybe dad sucked for a couple of years and then maybe fucking Kate sucked for a couple of years. But at the end, we're all family, you know? 
<laughs> by Colin <Damn>. J. <laughs> Damn, that was deep, Kali. I can't believe you came up with that. No, that's you guys didn't think that. I had, well, a, I gen- just- I had a vague feeling about that. Yeah, it okay. did still seem weird though that they just kind of like spun that in there really quick. It just felt like it was just like jabbed in there. It was. Yeah, it was uh, a bit clunky, but. Look, I'm a big sap. And I was like, oh, well. Dads. I just was particularly surprised that, that you came up with it. Wait. Hey, no, I'm a... All right, let's get the... I'm... You just famously okay. don't think about uh, movies like that deeply. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. I'm also a bird brain dum-dum when I watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> Not this time, baby. No. Um, all right. So then it's it's like sometime later. Dot dot dot. Maddie is missing now. I don't know how long, how much time has passed. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that she went to the gathering of the Juggalos, which hell yeah. And- <laughs> Would love. Yeah, and Kate is the only one who's able to go in because <laughs> the person selling them the pass tells. The um, the sister-in-law, she's like, you look like my mom, and my mom's a bitch, and I hate her. Classic teens. And she's and like, then, you gotta have titties. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Kate steps forward and is like, yeah, I have titties. One <laughs> Just kind of like resigned, like, yeah, all right. <laughs> That was great. I loved that. Um, so she gets painted up and gets Fago poured all over her and ends up at a Juggalette beauty contest. Oh, wait. I love the part, though, where she's, like, running around in the crowd and she runs into that one Juggalette and she's like, hey, I'm looking for a kid. And she's like, you brought your kid here? She's like, they, yeah. need, they need strong boundaries. Like, And she's like, yeah. it's like really, like, voice of reason, but it's like the Juggalette who's, like, getting fucked up. And it's like, yeah. I just love, like, what... Like, part of what that says about, like, subcultures and people's usual, like, perspectives of them. Like, they don't realize that, like, a lot of these people in some, like, strange subcultures aren't really, like, they're not shitty people, you know? They just like to get No, they really do, like, have each other's backs. Like, even if you just, like, from the outside are looking at these people and are like, these people are just, like, a bunch of weird-ass freaks, like, getting fucked up and, like, doing crazy shit, but, like down deep like they have each other's backs it's the same yeah. as like just totally. relating it again to like punk it's like if you go to a show and there's like a pit like sure like people are like moshing against each other and shit but like if somebody falls down somebody's there to pick them up you know or like if yeah. somebody gets kicked in the head like people are checking them out you know like everybody kind of has each other's back and right. uh that's like yeah a great part about those things that oh, yeah, totally. people on the outside may not realize yeah and i think the person who you were alluding to is natasha leone's character isn't it yeah yeah and she i i would like when i saw this in the theater and natasha leone was a juggalo Mm -hmm. i fucking freaked out because (laughs) i love her so much first of all (laughs) And, and it was so like unexpected i don't even think she's credited on the movie she just is there at first some yeah. reason. <laughs> and she's like a big actor to just like pop in totally in makeup and like do a juggalo do a, a juggalette yeah. scene. That's like so sick. Um, Sydney, are you familiar with Natasha Leone at all? 
Yeah, I watched yeah. I watched Orange is the New Black. I watched the whole thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like famously she well, she's straight, but she's kind of like a lesbian baiter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as far as her movie career, but one of the first like lesbian films I ever saw in my life was her, and uh, I'll never forget it. But I'm a cheerleader. Great movie, yeah. and it does hold up. It's really good. Um, Super good. I just rewatched it recently, <laughs> so I've been watching her like my whole life, basically, and uh, always been in love. Hell yeah! So Kate gets up on stage and. They kind of stop the show to try and find this kid. The whole audience cool starts chanting Maddie. Um, and then the actual like ICP guys drive her around in a golf cart to try and find Maddie, yeah. which was yeah. so sick. They fully oh, stopped the I, show. Yeah, I love that scene. So It's like just even like the same thing I was talking about with the jungle yeah. chick when like at first everyone's like booing Kate and then what the one dude's just like, oh shit she's looking for a kid and everyone gets so serious like yeah. it was just like oh it like it gave me chills because like growing up in the punk scene and stuff i was just like oh like i really love seeing this depiction of like one of these weird scenes being so Absolutely. Like, full of love and support it was just like really totally. nice yeah it was depicted really really great like that was like a really cool way to like show that aspect of that culture yeah absolutely because yeah. i mean i juggalos do get effectively dehumanized uh and stereotyped and pigeonholed and 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 made just into like walking jokes you know like Mm -hmm. and it it's hard because like it there's a part of it that is kind of objectively funny because of the face paint but like at the end of the day it is this very it's it's nice and like you Mm -hmm. should envy it you know it's it's what a tight-knit community that has each other's back like Mm -hmm you should strive to be a part of something like that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, having a space free of judgment and stuff, too, like, that's so crucial. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't find that in the normal world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I guess uh, they got a lot of these juggalos to gather, like, at, at this shooting zone in Atlanta because word got out that it was a juggalo-positive film, so, like, Juggalos just started showing up, like, left and right to be a part of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was so sick. And when I, I watched um, the Q&A from South by Southwest, and it, it didn't show the audience, but it really seemed like at least half of the audience was Juggalos. <laughs> Even at one point, like, the moderator was like, all right, we have a, time for a couple questions left. Um, we're going to give priority to Juggalos. <laughs> Oh. Like, and every time they said anything about juggalos on stage like yeah half the audience whoop 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 you know <laughs> incredible yeah <laughs> then, yeah that was great so they end up finding her i mean it's pretty much like more or less the end of the story like, like now kate is nice yep <laughs> she was nice one time and cared for one person and now she's good and has friends uh, and it's a heartwarming story. Just like real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits is, uh, they have like the interviews with actual Juggalos from the actual gathering of the Juggalos, like kind of defining what they think a Juggalo is. And Wait, did they? That was cute. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch the credits. Man, ah! here's <laughs> something you got. Kayla watches the credits to the very end. I always watch the credits. Yeah. They, uh, it's freaky. You do I normally you. like I'll normally let them roll through, but I was like, it didn't seem like anything was gonna happen in the yeah. credits. Like at first, so I was just like, oh, okay, I'll go continue on with my day. So 
I'm now you like, never oh, I should have. That's true. Yeah, I got. I've watched time. enough credits to where I know that you never know if there's gonna be something cool in the credits, so you better just watch them. <laughs> Even for like Portrait of a Lady on Fire, like hardcore dramas. I watch the credits to everything. I never turn Damn. off the credits. If I'm watching a movie, I'm watching all the way to the end of the credits. And it gives you a, t- a chance, like, even if nothing is happening, it's like, okay, well, I've just watched this movie, and now I have whatever, like, three minutes while the credits roll to, decompression like... Decompression time? Yeah, decompress and, like, whatever. Check out, I haven't been on Facebook for two hours now, or whatever. <laughs> you know, sure. Like, <laughs> that so, makes sense. Yeah, gives you a little sec. And, you know, a lot of times you get rewarded for... Uh, partaking <laughs> yeah you got to watch juggalo interviews this time that rocks. yeah and it was it was cool it was a cool part of the movie in my opinion <laughs> not that y'all would know <laughs> oh, god damn it <laughs> oh all right so that's roll creds so bada bing bada boom did we miss anything is there anything else we didn't talk about um i don't really think so no cool so what would we rate this movie out of five i want to say like a 3.5 Okay, yeah. Kali, what do you think? You know what? Uh, it gets a 4.5 because Kali. I <laughs> just had a blast and loved it. And it had that emotional connection for me. Uh, yeah. You know, like, you can relate to this movie. If you've got a little freak in you, you can relate to this movie on some level. Totally. And so it just was, it was very touching and, like, earnestly cheesy and fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to agree with all of that. That was, sums it up. Yeah, for sure. Kayla, what you feeling? I think I'm also going to go 3.5, probably. I mean, it was good. I mean, you guys aren't, you're not true fans, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love the concept a lot. When I even, I remember just seeing the concept, whatever, a year ago, and being so stoked on it. (laughs) Totally, totally. But yeah, it is like a little cheesy. It kind of stays on the surface a lot of the time. So that's why I keep it down to a 3.5. But I did love, like, a lot of things about it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So would we recommend it? I would, I think. Yeah, I definitely recommend oh, it. Oh, watch it. It's an hour 25, so you've got the time. Now it's time for Screen Vomit. So in this part of the pod, we just kind of chat about whatever else we've been watching lately, shows, movies, whatever. So, Kali, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been well, I've been just continuing with the the contrast that tends to define my life of uh, TV, which is <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, wrestling, a lot of pro wrestling, and a lot <sighs> of Bravo Real Housewives. Okay, um, wait. Have you been watching WWE? No, I've been okay. watching mostly the G1 and New Japan. Okay. But Colin cause... does watch WWE if you have a WWE-related question. Oh, I was just wondering because, like, yes. I stopped watching in, like, the past year, and then I decided mm-hmm. that I was going to try and get back into it. So I, like, uh, I listened to, like, a recap of the past yes. year so I could get an idea. And then I turned it on, and it was in the middle of quarantine. I didn't realize there wasn't oh, an yeah. audience. And yep. I was like... <laughs> This is some weird ass shit. Yeah. Like it feels like some like avant-garde performance yes. art that's just yeah. really bad. Yep. <laughs> it was just really, really weird. 
It has been, okay. It kind of rocks. Quarantine <laughs> wrestling has been some of the best and some of the worst wrestling of all time. There I watched been... like 10 minutes and I was just like, I can't do it. No, it <laughs> takes so long because like the first Raw after like quarantine, March 16th, because it was 316 day, is insane. Because there's no audience and they, they, sent, they like finally figured it out how to do it with like, they piped in some audience sound, like artif- just artificially, and then they like had very few spaced out, like risky shit, and wrestlers did get infected uh, because you just should have stopped. But WWE is the—they're uh, awful. Yeah, they're the soulless, soulless behemoth that they are. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. and see wrestlers as, as expendable. Um, but it's insane. I would definitely recommend uh, watching some of the. I'm sure you could like fucking Google best COVID matches. Oh, um, okay. And find yeah. some shit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm watching the G1 in New Japan because uh, I love it, and it's this. It's just the best time. It makes me so happy to watch it. And then uh, Real Housewives in New York is uh, burning my brain. It's like that scene in Taxi Driver. Where he's just holding his wrist over a stove and tightening his arm, and just to like feel something, just to like, <laughs> oh, I I can handle this pain. It's making me stronger. Oh uh, that's what I'm doing with it. It's like slowly <laughs> exposing myself to fire to become stronger for the future. That's all I've been watching though, just wrestling and reality TV. Just yes. totally killing your last brain cells. <laughs> I don't need them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Sydney, what have you been watching? Uh, let's see. For the most part, I watch a lot of like wholesome cartoons Hell yeah. and like political documentaries. So like I watch something that's like too woke and then it makes me feel like God, the world is just falling yeah. the fuck apart. Yeah. And then I'll have to watch something else like <laughs> sweet and cleansing. wholesome and I'm just like, yeah, this is nice. So like uh I recently just saw that I actually was talking to you about this we were texting about doing this yeah. podcast i watched that movie vice about it's like a biopic about dick cheney yeah yeah that's uh-huh. just wild um they've been watching a lot of like documentaries about like racial justice due to you know the current climate with that totally yeah. totally yeah. and so then like i'll watch all these documentaries but i also watch a lot of like i just watched that cartoon hilda which fucking loved it's so wholesome there's only one season of it out right now Hell yeah. Um, nice. That and like Gravity Falls and the yeah, yeah. show and Adventure Time and just like all that type of stuff. Love cartoons so Hell much. Hell yeah. Sick. And I also watch, I watch Star Trek Voyager a lot. It's like one of my comfort oh, yeah? shows. Yeah. So I watch like comfort shows or like political stuff. And occasionally I actually watch a movie, which is weird because like, I guess now I'm like in the film industry but I actually don't watch that many movies. So I think that's actually like, normal, though. I hear like people in the film industry or like on TV and stuff like talk about that all the time. They're like, "Yeah, I actually am on a lot of TV shows and I don't watch TV at all," or like stuff like yeah. that. I think it's maybe normal. Right? Okay. Because I always feel like I, there's times where like I'd be doing like Q and As or something, and someone be like, "Oh, so like, what movies? What's your favorite film? What movies have you done?" And I'm just like, or like that you love. And I'm always like, uh. I don't know, because, like, the only time I was ever, like, seriously into movies was when I was in high school, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. loved Kevin Smith movies so yeah. much, <laughs> and so I always feel so goofy when I'm doing one of those, and I'm like, well, I love Mallrats, like, 
And they're just nah, like, I wouldn't feel goofy. That's a that's a classic. Yeah. yeah. I actually met Kevin Smith at Sundance for like two seconds. Yeah. And I just like died. Like I was just like, oh my god. Like yeah. I found I found out he was there and I was at like a lunch with my manager and I was like, What? Kevin Smith's here? And he was like, Oh yeah, he was in the IMDB tent and I was like, yeah. We were just there, I didn't see him. And he's like, I'll call around and see if I can get a meeting. And I was like, Aww. Yes. So like he managed to like I was only able That's to go awesome. in there and like oh I like God. shook his hand and got a picture with him and then I had to go. But yeah. that, that was still so nice. So he I does interviews that. for IMDb. Yeah, but we but we specifically didn't have an interview scheduled. We just did uh, like a quick photo in there and he yeah. wasn't even around at the time, so but we went back and I got my photos. So it was Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that rocks. Hell yeah. Monets is tight. Don't yeah. let anybody shame you for that. I just, I just watched it recently, and it uh, holds surprise. Like, there's a couple things that don't hold up, but like, right. for the most part, pretty good. I oh, actually yeah. rewatched Clerks the other day because I was flipping through Hulu and it was yeah. on there, and I was like, oh, they put Clerks on here. Like, I guess I'll watch it. It's here, you know. Did it hold up? Yeah, I liked it. I so it good. was nice watching it too, like years later, mm-hmm. like. Uh-huh. After I had originally seen it, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is still good. Like, I still totally. like it." Totally. And you get a different. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say because like I own all of Kevin Smith's movies, but on DVD, and I don't have anything to play DVDs on. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> have you watched the Degrassi's with Jay and Silent Bob on them? <laughs> I have not. No. What? Hey, let's stop trying to that force makes Degrassi so much in sense, here. Though, because like I know Kevin Smith was like a big Degrassi fan, so that yeah. makes a lot of sense. There's yeah. Jay and Silent Bob do Degrassi. I think it's like two or three episodes that they That's are on. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. What am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I watched two things. I would say since the last episode, I watched the show Betty, which is on HBO Max. And it's only like six episodes, but it's really good. And there's also a movie based on these people called Skate Kitchen. Mm -hmm. But it is about a group of girls who are skateboarders in New York City. And kind of, it's like, it's, you know, a scripted show, but it kind of plays like it's almost like a reality TV Mm -hmm. or something. Like, And there's like queer representation. There's, these girls are obviously like dealing with a lot of misogyny in skateboarding because it's male-dominated space Mm. um, and just, like, trying to make space for each other, trying to lift each other up. They teach other girls how to skate. It's very, like, um, women bonding and being strong and rocking uh, and being badass kind of show. And really good. Loved it. Um, And I think, yeah, it's only, like, six episodes. And then I also watched... The Great Big Flower Fight, which we watched a little bit on vacay, Kali. That show rocks. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I would say for fans of uh, Great British Baking Show, Great Big Flower Fight is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It is like people building like basically sculptures out of flowers. But there are one thing I really love about this show is that there are like trans contestants. There mm-hmm. are like gender nonconforming contestants. Uh, and queer people and you just don't really ever see that very much on um, reality TV totally and I I thought that was just awesome I love to watch it and it's very just like I mean we're all familiar with Great British Baking Show it's the Mm -hmm. same vibe like extremely chill positive uplifting like reality show (laughs) yeah 
competition show. So highly recommend both of those things. That's what I've been watching. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, we're freaking at the end. It's time for plugs, baby. Sydney, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, probably just Instagram. My band is pretty much where we post everything about the band. We also have a Facebook page. We like never use it. Um, but it's Starjuice, like period band. So it's starjuice.band. We just released a demo, I guess we'll call it, called Reminders. And it's on all streaming platforms, blah, blah, blah. Hell yeah. And you can follow us there to see what we're up to. Hell yeah. Uh, watch, yeah, also watch Sydney's movie if you haven't seen it already. Never yeah. really, sometimes, always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot I did that thing for a second. <laughs> Hopefully everyone's seen it because it's freaking a good movie. And yeah. we did an episode on it. And you can check out that episode, too. It's a few before this. I yeah, I'll exactly listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. For our plugs... We're on all the social medias, at Screen Vomit, one word on all the things. Subscribe on your podcast app. Give us a rating. Five stars, please. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can tweet us, send us an email at ScreenVomitPod at gmail.com with your thoughts on this movie or other movies. Suggest a movie. Next week, we are doing Gone Girl. I'm excited. Oh, I think I saw that in the theaters a long time ago. My mom hates Gone Girl because she said it's too it's too mean. Everyone in it is too mean. <laughs> That's incredible. And so I'm, I've always I've I just haven't seen it. I'm just so excited because I like <laughs> I just want to see mean people. You know, I love mean people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, All right, so that's what we're watching next week. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for like, I should have said this while we were recording. Thanks so much for being on the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was really nice. It was really, like, again, I said, like, refreshing doing this with you know whatever normal people meet yeah hell yeah (laughs) no this this shit was very nice very natural easy peasy yeah a little too natural (laughs) (laughs) i know we 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 had a lot of we had such a good time we chatted for two hours yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. Yeah. So glad that you did this. If you want to come on a future app, I mean, just yeah. fucking let me know. I don't care. This was really fun. Yeah. You know, I'm on the and gram. It, you guys, you got my phone number. Just hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah.